Hey. Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you turn down your TV a little bit? Yeah. That's going to show up a lot. <laughs> Better now? Not really. I mean, once we start talking, really? it'll drown out. Once we start talking, it'll drown out, I think, because because there's not I just don't want to get you know, like and not that I think we get some sort of like cease and desist from a Croatian network or it just makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah you can hear that pretty you can hear that pretty clearly right now. Um, dude I can barely hear it. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> well then it'll just be ambiance then. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, so she left about 45 minutes ago to go to Ohio. Okay. So I'm on, I'm on my own probably till about midnight tomorrow or so. So. Um, and Justin said we could start because I think he was getting Yeah, he's work. getting food. Yeah, so he said just to start and he'd jump in when he could. Um, All right. So how are we doing, boys? Good. Doing good. Good. Do we have some shit to get through today? <laughs> Holy crap. Um, not only do we have the episode itself, there's a lot of uh, related news and stuff, um, which all centers around Picard, obviously, so we'll do that one first. Um, so I see uh, Boris is in here, but he hasn't said anything. Look, he's here, but either he, we can't hear him or he's not talking. Okay. Boris, you there? Hold on. Oh, did he just drop out? There he goes. Okay, he's probably trying to fix the audio issue. Whatever yeah, that probably. is. Okay. Uh, so we'll vamp for a second. Um, <laughs> there he is. Say something. Still can't hear him. Shit. Um, <laughs> mm, weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, no, very, quiet, hear, very yeah. quietly, yes. Yeah, I heard him there for a second. All right, how about now? Yeah, much now be- I can hear you. Much better. Okay, uh, I think it's uh, my headset. Huh, weird. Okay, good. And once he's talking, I can't hear your weird TV as much. Um, so, okay. Uh, I mean, we're going to save most of this for the other one, for the other one we're doing today, but... I loved Strange New Worlds. Dude, Strange New Worlds was awesome. Oh, loved, man. That was so good. It. Watch, it, watch it twice, in fact, because I wanted to make sure I had it uh, front of brain when we were going to be doing that. Um, but yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a fun one. I feel like we could go pretty long on that just because of all the you know all the stuff it's setting up and whatever. But we can knock how the- awesome it actually was. Yeah. Is. We can knock this one out first. Um, and Justin said, yeah, put it to pasture. One. Justin said he just got into his car, so I hopefully will be hearing him soonish. Uh, so anyway, let us begin. Um, welcome to the B Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. Today I am joined by the Standard Away Missions Group. Uh, Boris, can you all hear me still? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Milos. Hello, hello, hello. And there's Justin. Hello, sir. Right on time, man. Like he knew. Oh. Hey, okay. you know, it's it's almost like it's almost like I went four hundred years uh, three two hundred years of the past and suddenly came back and <laughs> nothing <laughs> has changed. Nothing yeah. really and changed. But changed. then something's changed and then maybe everything kind of else stayed the same. And then suddenly I know people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so we are here to thankfully, dear God, uh, uh, review, review the, the second season finale of Star Trek Picard oh, uh, titled Farewell. Um, 
I'm going to just blast through the plot really quick because I don't think it's particularly complicated and I really don't want to hang up on it all that much. Because um, I think there's larger discussion we can have about you know the season as a whole and where this puts the show going forward into the what we know to be the final season that will probably air around this time next year would be my guess. Um, and we also have some uh, related news items that have come out in the last couple days regarding who's still going to be on this thing. Um, so let's go right to the plot. And if there's anything I missed that you guys think is important, feel free to let me know. Um, this did not register with me to the degree that strange new worlds did. So I'm going to do my best. Uh, it has been two days. Not go for that, it, buddy. Not that I'm it has been two days. Um, so basically this picks up right from where the last one left off. Uh, Picard and Talon go to wherever the Europa missions taking off from, uh, you know, they never, again, they never gave it like a name. I just assumed it was NASA until the Sung guy bought his way onto the fucking board of directors. Um, so they go there to try to, you know, try to make sure that Renee ends up on the, on the mission which, you know, great. And then while that's going on, uh, Seven, Rafi, and Rios go to Sung's little compound there to try to stop him from doing whatever he's doing. Uh, so Picard and Talon go, and Sung is there, and he essentially tries to poison... He wants to kill Renee, basically. He, he, has, crossed much, yeah. line, he has crossed that line to, well, yeah, she has to die then. Um, so Talon goes into like the, the mission prep room and like unloads all her shit on Renee. Right. Which I feel feel like that's supposed to be a big moment, but because we've barely seen Renee and she's more, no more than a plot device. Like I don't actually care about it. Me neither. Agreed. Uh, Like, I feel like it's supposed, like I said, I feel like it's supposed to be a big moment but I don't actually give a fuck because exactly pretty much she's basically an irrelevant character really other than what the purpose she serves within the plot. So then you see, um, you see Renee go storming out of the room after ostensibly a, a, a run in with Talon and Sung shows up and she's, she's freaking out about like, there's some weird space person trying to talk to me and whatever. And someone just goes, Oh, that's okay. Come over here. I'll take you to the people in charge. And, and she, uh, he like puts his hand have, on her shoulder and it, and I, it, I have some, uh, I have some candy. Follow me into my van. <laughs> Star Trek pedo. <laughs> um, so he has some sort of like. Honestly, that would actually make more sense plot wise than what they so actually he, did. But he has some sort of like, some sort of like poison patch thing, which I have to, which I have to mention, po- poisons her through clothing. He doesn't actually make like skin contact with her with it. Yeah, but it's like neuro something something whatever. Oh, but it wouldn't go through clothes. That's ridiculous. Dude, I maybe. don't even care at this point. I was just glad oh, the whole thing is coming to an end. Listen, listen, John. John, there's there's openings in the fibers of clothing that allows it to go into the skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you put it under microscope, there's holes there. Yeah. No, I know. It, it's a minor point compared to everything else, but I was just like, shouldn't they at least have him like somehow make skin contact with her? That's the argument they're gonna make. Not necessarily. I'm, nah, dude, I, I mean, don't even. I, nah, nah. He's a so scientist. You, and, 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 and I mean, if I'll, you're looking at it from it. that uh, point, under the whole uh, thing that she she probably has another shirt under there, so it went through through two layers of clothing at least. Now I have to say. Misha, I'm leaving you room for a rant here later. Uh, I, I think know. you know what I think you know what I, this, know. I think you know what this has to do with, but I'm leaving you room oh, for yeah. um, uh, so then Picard runs into Renee and Renee starts to die from the poison. You find out why she didn't do this earlier, I don't understand. But uh, 
the, Renee is actually telling in some sort of weird mask thing. Yeah, we so, knew that would happen. Well, the, that kind of goes back to when they were at the chateau and they go into the whole one Renee needs to leave and one Renee yeah. needs to die. Yeah, and then Talon and uh, Picard kind of look at each other and they know what's going to happen. Yeah. So at no I, point I, was anybody going to be thinking that was actually Renee who was yeah. dying. Yep. I knew I know I threw out that ridiculous theory about his dead nephew and whatever, but I knew the second the second I saw the setup, I was like, well, it's certainly not gonna have anything having to do with that. Um, exactly. And back at the house of Sung, uh, Seven and Raffi and Rios get down to his, into his weird basement, and he doesn't seem to have any other kind of house, just this one room. Uh, and they find that he has programmed a bunch of drones to go blow up the Europa mission once it launches. Yeah, uh, well, plan. that was that was his uh, secondary plan. Right. The first plan was to kill so, Renee, but so, if that fails, he was going to blow up the rocket. Yep. So Rios, Rios is just, and this is actually there isn't a lot of plot to this. It's mostly just of the forty-five, fifty minutes. Most of it is just set up and stuff at the end. Um, Basically, you watch the first two yep. episodes and then you watch the last episode that season two of Picard. I would say you could go one, two, three, nine, ten. And just skip the rest of it. Nah, um, just one, two, ten. Yeah. That's it. Um, but uh, yeah, but then so you're like, gonna be confused mm-hmm. about the whole Borg Queen thing. Yeah. So then, so you Rio need, like one. Good. Yeah. So then, Rios it makes, is, it makes why, for a better show. <laughs> Rios is like, why yeah. don't we take a baseball bat to these things? And then they figure out that they're wired to explode if you tamper with them. So. Raffi, in her one moment of competence in the entire fucking season, <laughs> said, why don't I hack into these and then we can, you know, take them over and blow them up. So she does that. Rios pilots one of them uh, and uses it to destroy the other three. And then I assume he, like, self-destructs the one that he had. Uh, yeah. And then that's basically the entire fucking plot. The Europa mission is saved and... The drones the are timeline stuck. Is preserved. And then the time the timeline is essentially preserved. And there. But is it though? Which well, timeline? Kind of, kind of exactly. yeah. Let's also let's also say that because we want to give a lot of time to Strange New Worlds, I don't want to spend an hour and a half on the temporal physics of all of this either. Agreed. Agreed. So Agreed. Uh, But we'll we'll just say this, like they totally blew it. The they whole Guinan in the it, future yeah. remembers, and then even in the future, she's like, "I sorry, I didn't tell you, but the one in the past doesn't." And four hundred years of Borg history changed, but it didn't change at the same time. Right. Like, well, I mean, we're gonna talk about that. I just don't want to bog down in like the temporal theory of it all. Um, okay, so, can I rant now, or you got, or yeah, you want to wrap it up first? We're getting, we're getting there. Uh, okay. Then, then you have uh, what was the girl's name again? I, I forget. Lisa. No, the the what was the character's name? I've they've had she had like ten names. Corey. I don't know, Isa. Yeah, it's my wife's name. I think Corey, I should remember. Corey, Corey. Uh, Corey. It's probably yep. Yeah, Corey. Right. So she goes, you know, Sung's still Sung's still doing his shit. He's like doing whatever his research thing is. She's for some reason, which they don't explain, she's like sitting in a library with like fucking VR goggles on. And go Google in. Google Glass, man. Google yep. Glass go com- makes a comeback. Goes in and deletes all his research. So then Sung gets pissed off, goes into a cabinet, pulls out a folder with the words Project Khan on it, and walks which, out. Which pissed me, which pissed me okay. off a lot. Here's my, here's my assumption. Khan! Here's my assumption, okay? Because I saw a bunch of people freaking out about, yeah, but Khan already exists. Why are they doing this? Oh, my God. My assumption is that he was one of the scientists who worked on that, and he's retaining whatever, whatever yeah. information yeah, he had, because we know that his his descendant will be a major geneticist. Yeah, because he um in the unfortunately I do remember this part uh, in the one where they're going back in uh, looking at all of the um, news footage and stuff when his like petri dish daughter finds out that he's like this weird mad scientist guy the petri dish daughter (laughs) they they do figure out (laughs) they do figure out that uh he um he uh he was like one of the eugenics guys 
and yep. stuff like that. And he was involved in the eugenic yep. wars and everything like that. Yep. So I'm, yeah, that's kind of where he gets like his discreditation yep. from is yep. uh, from all that work. So he must have he must have had something to do with Khan. Yep. I took that as a nod to Eric Sung from Enterprise, basically, is what they were doing there. Um then we get to the thing that that Misha's gonna rant about. Uh and I'll give you ten minutes, by the way. No, I um, won't need that much. I know you won't I know I know you I know you won't need that much, but we'll give you room. Um so she's walking around and who would appear but Wesley Crusher, uh who is a traveler now. And he basically, you know, he gives her a great speech. I I loved what he what he did. Like I loved that speech, um, and I kind of love that they that they gave the traveler sort of a role because you know it was when they brought it up in TNG, it was always sort of this ambiguous thing that they never really got into all that much. Yeah, which I kind of liked more than yep. what they did here. He but whatever. He I actually liked they, more what they did here than what they did in the. Next generation. Agreed. Yeah. He basically says that, um, and I got to say, Wesley looks pretty good with that fucking beard he had. Agreed. I mean, I, I'm a beard guy, but I mean, he looked pretty good with I'm that. I'm a beard guy too. Um, so he basically says that the travelers exist to uh, essentially safeguard time's proper flow and whatnot, which, which made me wonder, like, where the fuck were you seven episodes ago, by the way? Um, and see, but, I was I was going to ask back when we found out about the supervisors and all this crap, is is it somehow related to the Travelers and Crusher and stuff like that? But I'm like, you know what? I don't think they're really going to get into the weeds of it because it doesn't seem like they're going to be going in that direction. Yeah, exactly. So I, I guess can, they gave I guess they gave you exactly that then, didn't they? Yes. Uh, yeah. Which, they yep, gave so then, you a run around, yeah. He essentially makes Corey a traveler, and then they disappear, or a supervisor. Pretty much. Okay, and I, I'm gonna. I think she's the supervisor, not a traveler. Yeah, gonna, I mean, in I'm order to become a traveler, you need like supernatural powers and whatnot. Okay, now, now I guess we'll give Misha his ten minutes in five, four, three, <laughs> two, one, go. Okay, so this goes back to the whole when they announced they made the season three announcement of all the crew coming back and. People were starting to be like, oh, where's Wesley Crusher? Where's Wesley Crusher? And Wesley was like, I'm not in it. I'm not in it. And I'm like, damn, he's in it. And he's probably in season two. I just didn't want to say anything because it made more sense for him to be in season two than season three with whatever the hell they're doing with season three. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. But they obviously don't want him to be a part of that. And it was more, it made more sense to bring him here than in season three. And it also allowed them to basically dump uh, Issa Briones out of the show. Now, now I, you don't have to be because yep. there's no way she shows up in season three. Well, we'll get into that. That's some that stuff well, is some of the news items. Um, yeah, but she could be. Honestly, as much as I hate the fact that they brought him back, uh, I like the way they brought him back, and his cameo, I'm okay with. Uh, with the shit show that this season has actually been, uh, I'm not mad about this. Like, yeah, I want were... to rant, but honestly, I don't have. They didn't give me materials. Like, yeah, you weren't. They didn't all... bring him back in a stupid way. They didn't bring him back. Like him coming back, the way that the whole travel thing was set up at the end, with him coming and then taking Isa out. Like that was honestly some of the best stuff in season two. Yep. I was just worried because you said on, on an earlier show, if he showed up, you were never watching this show again. And I was yep. just like, I was just like, yeah, but we need, I was thinking, I think, myself, I think yeah, they but... knew. I think they knew. Yeah. That's why they put it at the tail end of the. Yep. But I was <laughs> just thinking to myself, yeah, but we need you for season three. So you better. <laughs> um, no, so... I'm, not, I'm not giving up on this show. Like we said <laughs> so in the messages before, like yep. as bad as this season has been, and what we mentioned in the last uh, week, like he can still be salvaged as far as yeah. the season went. And I think they did as, as bad as this season have been. I think they wrapped it up nicely. Yeah, I thought they, they I thought episode nine and ten were the best resolution they could possibly have given this. Um, yeah, with the direction so. that this, you know, 
Yeah. So then after the stuff with, with Wesley and – or should I just – I mean, we all know this. Should I just break into the news items now? Because it has to do with casting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Just so, go for it. I think, I think so, this would be end up being like – most of us are going to end up shitting on this episode anyway. So, so we so. know – so, okay. So I'll run through the end real quick because some of it involves – yeah. Uh, so they run into Q again. And Q says basically exactly what I was hoping the entire point of this season would not have been. He was like, the entire point of this was for me to help you fix your mommy shit and teach you that it was okay to love somebody. Like, which is the yep. one thing I which is the one thing I was hoping they wouldn't do. But at the same time, as much as I hated that as principal, this was the one scene where Delancey actually felt like he was playing Q again. Agreed. Instead of, instead of was, like... Q-wise, it was best that he did yep. all season. Like, and I actually I heard, felt that it was Q and Picard in that scene. Yeah, like, it, it... I mean, I don't like what they did to get here. I don't like most of what all of this season was to get here, right? Yep. But that was the the final thing between them was like the one moment where I thought Delancey was actually playing Q again. And I heard a lot of people bitching about the hug thing, but I didn't mind it. I really didn't. No. Um, and you know, if, if, if this is really the last we're ever going to see of Q, then they did a decent job with that part of it at least. Um, but Q does before that Q does agree to send them back to their own time. Uh, Rios decides to stay there, which I hated. Um, and it just yeah, I would seemed... probably rant more about that than actually Wesley Crusher yeah. coming back. Yeah, Rios because there was one to... thing, one thing. Rios was one character in this whole show that has been really a bright spot for me. Yeah. And they did with him like one thing I was really hoping they wouldn't do, even though it was Is becoming quite obvious he was going to stay behind. Yeah. And the fact that they left, that he decides to stay, it's like, you just took out, like, the biggest part of your show, like, best part of your show, you just took him out and left him out thought, for season three. I thought it was funny. I happened to be on IMDb that day, like, because we watched, yeah. Corey and I watched it on Thursday, which is the day it releases. Uh, this episode dropped on Santiago Cabrera's birthday, which <laughs> I felt kind of funny. Like, oh, nice. By the way, happy birthday. Here's one of your greatest roles. Now go away. <laughs> um, so he decides to stay there with the hot doctor and the annoying kid. Uh, Q makes a reference to, oh, this will give this. The fact that he's not going back will give me uh, excess energy to give you a gift. And Which I then, thought was BS. Right. And then, well, I, and don't I know, knew it was going to be the elf coming back. If because, his, powers, you know. his powers are limited, then I kind of get it. It's just I knew exactly. Yeah, but I I felt like they almost chose that as a way, like yep. as a reasoning to leave to allow Rios to stay behind on on you yep. know in a way like him staying behind like if he decided like you were still gonna bring Elrond back. Yeah, it's just the way to way to get there. The way so they, they pulled it off, and like I said, like you know, it seems obvious that you know season three is gonna be a lot more TNG than Picard. Yep. Which, again, I'm okay with, but it's like I really wanted Rios and to extend Elrond and Rafi and yeah. Seven of Nine to be a big part of Season 3. Right. And um, So they go back right to the moment where they left. Um, and I had, you know, being that I have been paying attention, as much as I don't want to spend an Justin, hour... Justin, you asleep? Um, I'm listening, I'm driving. He's, he's I'm driving. Boris, are you asleep? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, pretty much we're getting to, like, the end of the episode. I mean, I... No, I thought I somebody was sleeping. That's why. I was like, it's either you or Boris. No, 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 no. no. I'm, not, I'm not sleeping on this episode. Go listen to the Moon Knight review if you want to hear him snoring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so they go back to the exact moment they left, uh, and... Uh, Picard actually enters into a dialogue with um, the War queen. queen, queen with the mask on, who we were all correct was Jurati, and this raises the you know as much as I don't want to spend yeah. an hour. Voice is sleeping. <laughs> as much as I 
going to spend an hour talking about the temp- temporal physics of all of this. This raises the question. Like, the entire history of the board changed here. It was like Picard never assimilated. Does, does Wolf 359 never take place? What is is Cisco's wife alive somewhere? Like, where, what are they doing here? Right? God knows. They don't know. Q doesn't know. And uh, one one big part that they missed out was showing uh, yep. what happens with Q because he, he sell, himself said he didn't die. He just changed the state of being, of consciousness, right? Right. So it so, would have been cool for him to, to show us what happens uh, with him. Yep. I think they missed out on a great moment. Yep. So the other thing that confused me was, and I know I'm probably parsing here, but the other thing that confused me was then I then I think to myself, oh, that means you know if Rios stayed in 2024, he then, becomes his own grandfather. Then yes. he's never he's never been the captain of this ship or whatever. And then one of the generic crew people goes, well, where's Captain Rios? Rios? And I literally, yeah, I like went, who is he? What's going on here? Um, yeah, because the problem is is that. They wanted to uh, have their cake and eat it too, which yep. I mean, yep. you can't. Yep. And the problem is, is that they fucked up with the whole like dynamic of how the time works in the first place. That's why, like, when everybody online, and I know, I think John and maybe Milos, one of you guys, were like, oh, yeah, it kind of makes sense the explanation they gave. This is why the explanation they gave does not make sense at all. Because now, mm-hmm. somehow, Guinan remembers a quote-unquote alternate timeline where she yep. talked to Picard, it's... but now she now she doesn't remember him when they go in the past, but yet she remembers both this weird alternate timeline and... <sighs> I would yeah, because she makes a point to say, like, sorry, I didn't tell you about, you know, exactly. that I won't... Go- sorry, I didn't tell you that I wasn't going to recognize you. Yeah, but like, time yeah, zero yeah. was... Time I Zero think, was when they first met, which also makes no fucking sense. And then, yeah, that's and what we said from the beginning. Like, it's it makes no sense. And what we alluded to last week was the whole, if Jurati is a Borg Queen and then she's the Borg Queen in the future, like, you're going to make a point to mess up 400 years of Borg. Yep. Well, you because know, in that sense, you know, everything not- that happened... With Lacutus and everything that happened with seven oh nine and everything else that happened with the board. You know what you happened. Know what say, and at the same time it didn't happen because Jurati the Queen was being the good kind of queen and like here's how here's how they're, prob- they're here's probably how it's gonna, gonna explain it with Borg Civil War here's or some gonna such work. Here's how it's gonna work. There won't really be an explanation of this. What of they're gonna do what they're gonna do is say that you know, none of that stuff actually happened. Like, like Picard's assimilation and Wolf three five nine and Cisco's wife and whatever. That stuff never actually happened in whatever this timeline is now. But Picard and Seven and Raffi will remember that, so it still has bearing on them. But it doesn't, you know. So like, Cisco's wife is probably alive now, but because they're never going to do anything with Cisco again, why does that matter? Right? Yeah. Um, well, it's stupid, but yep. So these these new board led by Gerard, and here's the thing: where my and just because it was so dumb, like suddenly that that time crack where they were turns into some giant anomaly thing that's going to wreck everything. That's which the was, new timeline, dude. All, which was all, all good things. Which was set up by nothing, by the way, um, and. And then all of a sudden they ha- they decide they have to like the Borg and the and the Starfleet ships have to like combine their shield harmonics to just to stop it. And so they do that. And then there's some weird anomaly left behind. And then the Borg Girati says, you know, the Borg are gonna ask for provisional federation membership so that we can sit here and, and examine this and thing guard. and figure and be out the guardians what this thing of this thing. Yeah. Now I believe that whatever the inciting incident in season three is, is going to have something to do with that. Yeah, that, that's where my mind went immediately Dude, because she does la- she does bring week. up uh, the uh, universe something something like she makes it sound like it's really really dangerous, and I'm like, well, now yeah. we know what season three is going to be about. Yeah, yeah whatever, galactic- whatever it is, if that's what's yeah, galactic threat. Exactly, that's going to get the. Attention. 
crew back together again, whatever. Yeah, but and, John, and this I is think, how they and this is how they create their new, new universe, yep. their new timeline. Like we were talking about last week, how it's going to create a new timeline, and that's what they're going to do. Now they can say, oh, you know, uh, you know, TOS, Deep Space Nine, TNG. That's all in universe that was pre Picard. And now they're going to say that, oh, it's okay that Discovery is like this, or this is like that, or this is like that, because now this is going to be some kind of new timeline that they don't have to be restricted to any of the history, and they can just do whatever they want or whatever. But the problem is is that it almost seems like they are acknowledging that there is a past. Now, I don't know if that's just because Girardi knows all of the past, too, or what. But it's, I don't know, it's a very weird situation that they're in right now because they don't really explain anything. And, right. You know, but it's like, so, then they wanted to do like all good things at the end where like they had right. to like fight this like space. And it's like, what are we doing here? None of yep. this makes sense. <laughs> my, biggest, my biggest problem is that they took, you know, an awesome two hour story like all good things and jammed it into three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. like, what the fuck? And, oh, and we're forgetting that, uh, and, and Milos, I think, or yeah, I think you said it. Yeah. Uh, Q's little gift to them was Elnor's alive. Mm. Um, so, which I had no problem with. I like the character, so fine. Yeah, and then there's the whole, um, like, when they call him off to his ship, and he's like, and then he's like, oh, Rafi, and it's like, I don't even yeah. know who you are to him anymore and who she is to you. Like, he was dead. Well, I think technically thing, he shouldn't. It's like I'm okay with bringing him back. The La Serena the, crew is really, to, for the most part, like been a bright spot of this show. I like yeah, the characters then, of La Serena. Then you're so going to be more bad. of them, other than uh, Isa Briones, which I wasn't really a fan fan of. But yeah. whatever. Uh, and like I, I want them to be in season three to interact with the crew. So like. Yeah. You're you're gonna be mad then. I'm sorry. Uh, I know. Uh, um, I know, so man. I think my problem with that bit was like, I think that the idea that he and I have no problem with the resurrection. That's fine. I I knew that's what they were gonna do in some way, even from the beginning. But why waste time in the previous episode having her unburden herself to that hologram version of him if he was gonna show up again twenty minutes later? Because they, not, they didn't have time for it, dude. They, they had to put it in somewhere, and they that's what they did. They didn't have time in the finale, so that's not what they did. They're shit writers, and they don't know what they're doing. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure, man. That, Problem that, that goes you without just, saying. In the, last, in the last episode, you just went through this whole thing where she makes peace with it and everything else. We finally have gotten Rafi past this whole, like, is Elnor going to surprisingly come back? And then all of a sudden, Elnor surprisingly comes back. It's like, what are we doing here? Do you not understand storytelling? Do you not understand how any of this works? Not even going to, like, the canon of Star Trek. That's something completely different that we already know Mm -hmm. they don't care about. But the canon of your own episode, the canon of your own show, this follows nothing that happened in this entire show. Like, what are you doing here? And why yeah. are you going back and forth, back and forth? Why are you messing up this timeline, but then not that timeline? And then saying that you remember this, but you don't remember that. And then they come back to this, and then they come back with that. And what kind of authority does Picard have by giving temporary status to the Borg to become temporary s- citizens of the Federation? Like, what the hell are we doing here? Like, he also... How do you know that this is some happy-go-lucky? How do you know? Dude, this is that? like Oprah. Like you get temporary status, you no. get to live. You also, get to stay behind. He also makes fucking seven of nine captain of the Stargazer, even though Starfleet didn't fucking want her. Yeah, yeah, a few, a few. Yeah, but real isn't there anymore, so somebody's got to do it. He's there, and she's a fucking commander, for God's sakes. Yeah, but dude, this is another timeline. This is not the same universe. In this universe, you know, she's. I don't know what she is. Yeah, well, yeah maybe, maybe, in argument, maybe in this universe, because the Borg aren't assholes, they wouldn't not want her. Yeah, okay. The problem is that Picard is out here handing out field 
uh, commissions, uh, commissions, field commissions. I don't even know if he's allowed to do that. What what is Picard standing with the Federation? He may not be. He may be nobody. Well, he's an admiral. I mean, he's still he's an admiral. He had so he word had some weight. But he said it. But he called them admiral. Besides the people who know he's an admiral, nobody on right. that bridge said anything about him being an admiral. I don't know if he's an admiral. I don't know if because <laughs> of them switching on work stuff, does he never become locutus? Does well, he never dude. the board? Does he never, um, you know, help Yo, Justin, other things? Justin? Like, what is going on? Dude, breathe, man. Dude. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in this in this new in this new timeline, you know, like if you can think it, it will happen, you know. And <laughs> if, we, if it works, if it works, what is, works, what is we'll the Oh my god. <laughs> if it works, we'll leave it in, you know, like uh, okay, uh, we'll let Picard uh, just give out, you know, field commissions and stuff. So then after I, all the stuff, after all the stuff oh on the Stargate, go back to they go back to guys. This, this is what happens when you give out participation medals. Those kids grow <laughs> up and they think they can do whatever they want to, and it's yep. fine. They still so, get a medal. Picard, Raffi, uh, Elnor, and Seven all go back to Guinan's bar. Uh, she had, and there's a whole, not real long, but there's a whole discussion about she has a picture of Rios on the wall with the mm-hmm. with the with the doctor and the kid, and, and her comment is the best thing about this episode show, and really shows you how screwed everything is. Like, I can't believe that you never noticed the picture before. Well, because <laughs> I don't think it was in there before. <laughs> no, it was there before. The way she asks him. He's yeah. like, I can't believe it. It's like, before he didn't even know. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah, so like, now, I, so now... I can't. I just can't wait to get to Strange New World so we can talk about Trek show that actually works. Because yeah, now, yeah. now it's like that like picture was always there. So did he always, so he, that means he so always. That means he was there in TNG as well. Yeah, which means this entire thing happened in the Prime universe as well. So then. Why didn't she remember Picard back then? Like, well, what are you doing here? Like, speak, stay to a set of rules. And Milos, you brought this up earlier, but here's my take on this, right? And this is why this is so dumb. Like, we spent how long on that Watcher episode going, like, how the fuck does she not remember him and stuff? Turns out that if you listen to that to that dialogue she has, she now claims she always knew that. But yep. decided not to tell him that because then yep. he wouldn't learn, then he wouldn't learn anything. And it's like you motherfucker! Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Picard's um, like seventy years old, yeah. and you're afraid of him not learning anything. Yep. You know, like the which, one, which the one redeeming take. the one redeeming bit of that bar scene for me is they played uh, the the main theme from First Contact, which no. I. Yeah. So th- that was playing during a lot of that scene, and that sort of like blunted how stupid it was for me. Yeah, but was, see, the yeah, problem, just focus on the music. Yep. The problem, the problem became though, is that they used that logic to say, "Oh, you know, like I'm sorry, I couldn't tell you that we met before or whatever," which is the exact same thing she says to him in Times Arrow when he comes back and is talking to her in Ten Forward says. See, we had to meet in order for you to know, so I couldn't tell you that we were going to meet. And now, yeah, but in saying, time zero it makes sense. Here, it doesn't. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying is that now they're using that same logic for this, which makes zero sense because you're saying that they never met in Times Arrow when they went when he went back to 2024. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, well, I think once the I think once the timeline corrects, you're supposed to believe that the Times Arrow meeting did happen. It was because of the because of the, and this is why it's fucking backwards. Because their argument was, once the Confederation thing happens, he never becomes captain of the Enterprise. So that whole thing with Data's head in the eighteen ninety whatever never happens. But exactly. considering that the inciting event of that is after it's supposed to happen in the first place, it shouldn't be affected by the Confederation shift. You know, exactly. Which, and 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 the fact that they came back, the fact that they came back from the Confederation universe should have no bearing on anything that happened previously to when mm-hmm. they ended up in 2024. So that mm-hmm. goes back to the whole argument that the guy who was saying that in that interview is a moron, and 
<laughs> Everybody on the show is a moron because they can't even stick to their own rules for the show. If you're saying, yeah. if you tell me that, okay, you don't remember this or you don't remember that because it's a different universe. Okay. So when they come back to the future, right, you shouldn't there should be like probably like one of like two or three ways you can handle this. One is that when you come back, everything has changed now because you a butterfly mm-hmm. effect, you just affected everything. Two, you come back and it's still the Confederacy stuff. Or three, you come back and it goes all back to the same because when when Q snaps his fingers, it's supposed to go all back to how it was. Meaning that Girardi isn't the Borg Queen and this and that and Rios doesn't stay there and everything like that. There's really only like three ways you could handle this. And they handled it a completely woo, different way. Like, it's well, like they the best the of all three and they stuck them together. Wow. We, we've been... Because I think, for... I think when Q... I, I mean, I would have to rewatch, which I definitely mm-hmm. don't want to. But I think at point when... Uh, Q snaps his fingers. Everything that happened up until that point in the past basically didn't happen. The Confederacy didn't happen because he snapped them right back into the time where they came from. So, like Justin keeps pointing out, like they're not even sticking to their own perimeters, to their own canon. Like they're not even sticking to what they did three episodes ago, much less to what every other Star Trek show ever did. Yep. Now, and to anybody who's listening that genuinely likes this show, like, I don't know. I don't understand how. Like, like, dude, I'm still going to say I love season one. But season two. Season two just like goes completely off the rails. Season two is nowhere near. Like, nah. Uh-uh. As much as I as much as I hated season one, I would much rather watch season one before I watch season two, which really oh, makes yeah. sense because I was really wanting to like season two because it had Guinan, it had Q. I mean, we talked about this when we it had potential. We it had so much potential to be such a great thing. You got you got the Borg again. You know, you could do some great stuff with the Borg. You know what I mean? And maybe they evolved. Maybe now there's some whatever. You know what I mean? Maybe they're going to come back because you're doing this reclamation project. And it, like, brings them back and it forces them to, like, go to war with the Romulans and the Federate. Who knows? You could have done crazy things with this, but you did this. You did this. Yep. This, this, is like, this is like when you, like, light a flaming bag of poop on fire at somebody's porch. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, we've been, we've been friends for what now? Six years? I've never heard you angry. <laughs> oh, you don't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I my believe, secret. I'm always so angry. I believe your final scene was Picard goes back to the vineyard and like <sighs> Laris is still, Laris goes back there and he like unburdens himself to Laris in like and an she leaves him. In like an early relationship scene that was even she dumped him. Yep, a uh, an early relationship scene that was ten times more awkward than all that shit between Saru and President Tarina, um, which was and, like the de- which was like the definition of fucking awkward. Uh, so yeah, we're done with another full season of a Trek show. Yay! Um, Thank God. I did- Fuck Picard season two. Fuck it. This, yeah, like, this, you know, just it. It needs to be brought behind a barn and shot. You know, to, to yep. I mean, it's ridiculous. I gotta yep. say it. I mean, I, I know. I know with with uh with season three, they're gonna get by a lot on nostalgia and stuff, but it yep. better be it better be fucking good. Like I I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I can handle another. It, and it doesn't have to be great. It just has to be like baseline. It has to be, it has to be watchable. Which to me, if you're going to go to all the trouble of getting all these people to come back for it, you better at least bring that much. Um, I'm going well, I'm, I'm to be honest with you. Like the TNG cast would have been what you did to bring me back to something like this. I don't even know if I'm going to watch season three. Because this is like fucking awful. Like, I don't know what they're doing. And I have a feeling that they're going to, like, they're going to, like, make, like, Riker some sort of, like, mutiny captain that, like, stabs Jordy in the heart. And then... <laughs> it's going on some rampage. Like, hey, like, man. Maybe, 
maybe this new hunting down Romulans and chopping their heads off. You know what I, I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell people are doing. So I'm, I'm very concerned. Uh, I'm assuring this new okay. timeline uh, and, because uh, stays married to Dr. Crusher. You know, they yep. get divorced. <laughs> and uh, here, here's the news item. News, the new, the, the, here are the news items that are going to make Milos really mad. And on some, yeah. level also, on some level also make me really mad because I feel like they're... And I get some of it if it's budgetary or whatever, but I've seen in the last couple days Allison Pill... Evan Evagora and Issa Brimas have all said they're not in season three at all. So wait, who? Hold on. So who are that? So that's that's uh. Is gone. We already know. Yeah. Girardi has said she's not in it at all. She was interviewed promoting some movie, and I saw the quote. Her exact words were, "I had no involvement with that. I'm just going to be watching it like a fan, like everybody else." And I also saw something yesterday that said that El- Elnor and and Joji are also gone. <laughs> so they're they're I think this this tells me that despite, you know, Brent's whole theory of like all the TNG people will be in it for three minutes apiece. Uh, we're getting TNG yeah, I think so too. I think it looks—it's looking like a TNG show, not a Picard show. Yeah, I mean, Raffi—they've said that Raffi and and Jerry Ryan are in it, but nobody yeah. else is. Um, because Michelle, right, I gotta jump out for a second. You guys keep talking. Okay. Sure. Michelle Hurd has said, you know, I saw interviews with Michelle Hurd where she was like, "Yeah, I I did a lot of work with the TNG people. It was awesome." You know, so we at least know that she's going to be in it. Um, I just like I get it if it's like they could. They plan on explaining, you know, uh, the Borg uh, Queen Jurati, you know, uh, taking care of the uh, alternate timeline wormhole or whatever the black hole fucking thing is. Well, if they if that if that thing is what they have to deal with in season three, she won't be there. It'll just be some some generic Borg representative. Good instead of. Um, Maybe so they'll I, use seven oh nine for it. Who knows? I, I I don't mind it if it's you know because it clearly might be a budgetary thing if they do that. I just wonder like what did we what did we spend these two years giving him this new crew for if yeah. in the last season of this show they're all gone? Like why? I don't know, man. Just I don't know because. Yeah. I get, I get the whole fact. I don't get anything. Sorry, I got nothing. No. Like, it makes no sense. I I absolutely, no sense. Like, argue this. This whole show is not worth us talking about anymore until the next season starts. And I'd rather give ninety minutes to the good one. <laughs> like, I, I almost Agreed. feel like they, maybe they realize how badly they messed up the first two seasons. Yeah, and they're like, well, let's just bring all the TNG guys back. Let's give them a send off for season three, and then just bury this thing. Yeah, but season because three like, is already that's, shot. That's seriously, so the only explanation. Oh, yeah, no, it's already done. It's all done. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But at some point, I think because they either they're probably aware that they messed up, and they're like, let's just bury this thing, give it a decent send off. And I just like my expectation for season three. I just want a decent writing that's yeah. all like i have no expectations for it whatsoever it's just got to be competent that's all i need like it just got to be put together it's yep. like because this this isn't this wasn't this is this is like the worst season of trek i've yeah. seen season yep. one has been surpassed as far as terribleness yeah who I would have thought, I just huh? and i this think this is probably I... the first season of trek i've watched ever yeah, well, and I would say, I mean, um, my problem is too, like, you know, and season one was a. I, I argued at the time that there, I thought there were probably seasons of Voyager that were worse than season one when we did that one. Um, I don't think there's anything else nope. that they've nothing done is as bad as season that's two worse than this one was, and 
I think the problem you have is that, like, season one was bad, I felt like, because they didn't really have a, like, they had this general idea about the whole sim thing and whatever, and, like, Data's kids and all this shit, and they didn't really know how to, they barely had an idea how to stitch that together. This was just like, let's do a Q story, and instead we'll, you know, and we talked about for a month uh, during the early episodes, which were still kind of passable, like the first three episodes before the Guinan one were all kind of passable. The first two were yeah, good. Yeah, started off nicely. Yeah. And then the third one was the third one was passable. And we were talking about like, okay, well, I would love to see like Q interact with Rios and shit, and Q interact with with Elnor and everybody else, and they never did that. Never. And they turn and they basically turned it in. You had. Yeah. You had an opportunity to do this awesome Q story with a big budget and completely new characters for him to mess around with, and instead you made up. Instead you made it this. Instead you made it this story about um, Picard's Picard's mother, and like I I don't need any of this. Like it's just, and we're gonna we're gonna like completely forget that we made him a robot. And like, you know, why is he having like comas with repressed memories? If he's a fucking robot, just pull the plug, right? I mean, isn't that all you need to do? Like, give him the reboot him, turn him uh, off and on again. And give him the fucking factory reset, and he should be fine. Like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but this is as much time as I want to give this thing. And um, yeah, man, like I let just send this thing, and, and we I just think- go to the good one. The I think best it worked, Trek thing we, that we had since 2009 movie. Yep, I think if we're gonna go another 90 minutes, we should give it to the good one. You hey, know, dude, don't oh yeah, man. Lower decks, dude, and Prodigy. Come on. No, dude. I just meant the, I just meant the good one of what we've seen in the last couple of days. Dude, the first episode of Strange New Worlds is best Trek thing I watched in long, long time. Yeah, no, I was. I we'll get into it, but I yeah, was let's, just. Oh yeah, let, let, let's just. I was. Into it, I was off the wall happy, and Corey was just like, "It was an hour of TV. I don't get it." And she was just like, "I know, but I it I just couldn't even like I couldn't. I, couldn't I was put happy, it, man. I was so happy. I couldn't put it across to her in a way that made sense. I was like, "You don't get it. Everything they've done since like 2016 has been kind of bad, and this is." And I can't, I can't even, I don't have words for it. So, and this is good. So, so yeah. good, man. So we'll get into All that. right, so let's end this one and switch yep. on to the next one. We'll this one and I'll start up another one. Sounds good. All right, All right. Yep. see you in a bit. Yep. Okay.